often don't realize that we are the key to our own happiness and that happiness starts with healing and transformation. Whether you need healing, guidance, clarity, understanding, or just some honest sister talk to feel connected, heard, and supported, you are welcome and safe here. So join the conversation and be healed. Welcome to Soul Healing Conversations with your host, Roz Kincaid. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and welcome to another episode of Soul Healing Conversations. Thank you all for tuning in today, and I hope you all are doing well today and having a great week. Listen, Mercury retrograde (laughs) is in full effect. I tell you what, boy, listen, we just got to buckle in and, and, and do the best we can and just retreat and just do the best you can okay so listen uh if you like what you hear today and would like to work with me one-on-one for some spiritual life coaching uh like a psychic or mediumship reading or if you need some reiki energy healing then you can book a session with me at roskincaid.com you can also follow me on facebook and instagram at soul healing with Roz to stay connected and to learn more about all of the things that i'm doing speaking of which after last week's episode y'all on, um, I had Nikki, uh, psychic medium Nikki Tanks, and sh- she and I had a conversation about life after death. And it was after that episode that Spirit laid it on my heart by way of my good, good girlfriend, Fancy Nancy, to host a series of virtual mediumship galleries. So listen, it's getting close to that time of the year where we start thinking about our loved ones who have passed away and going on. And we start to miss Aunt Debbie, Uncle Boo, uh, Grandmama Nam, <laughs> a little more than usual. And if that's you and you would like to get a message from your loved ones or would like to know that they're okay on the other side or have or you've never attended a gallery or you're just curious or even skeptical about mediumship, I would love it. None, nothing more to connect with them on your behalf and to bring some comfort to you during the holiday season, because I know that that time of the year is, is a little hard for people. You know, I know for me, it's, it's a special time. My grandmother um, who passed away many years ago. Her birthday is or was um, the day before Christmas. So get a little get a little nostalgic and get a little misty-eyed around that time of year. So anyway, again, you can register uh, on the events page on my website, roskincaid.com, or you can just send me an email at hello at Roz, uh, roskincaid.com letting me know that you're interested and you want more details. But listen, you got to be quick, though. You got to act fast because I'm keeping these events intimate and exclusive by limiting the number of attendees. And so I'm going to be hosting four of these uh, online uh, virtual galleries in November and December. And I'm holding the first one on Saturday, November 7th at 12 p.m. Eastern time. And listen, just because it's we're in the States and you may not be in the States, those of you who are listening, but you want to join, listen, it's all good. It's virtual. Anybody, anywhere that wants to join can join. All right. So again, um, I'll be announcing uh, more dates in, in the coming weeks and it's an online event and you're going to register on the events page at roskincaid.com. So listen, you guys, I've got um, really, really special topic that I want to get into today and So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about shamanism. And for me, for a few months now, I've personally been noticing more and more um, the term shaman, shamanism, neo-shamanism, shamanic practices, shamanic journeying. And I've become quite curious 
about shamanism and shamanic practices. And I'm sure many others have too. Um, I heard of shamanism very early in my spiritual journey, but I just wasn't ready for it yet, I suppose. But, you know, spirit has a special way of introducing you to new things before you actually decide to jump into them. You know, it's 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 as if the height of Black Lives Matter and the murders of so many people in the black community have triggered many of us to seek out our ancestral roots and the practices associated with them. And again, for me, um, the important part of adopting any practice is for me to do my work for me to do the research and to ask questions so that I can have a clear understanding about the practice so that I can honor it and respect it because it's owed that you're supposed to do that. You just can't be jumping into stuff and just doing it and don't know anything about it. Don't do that. Right. You won't pay for it later. <laughs> so I thought I'd bring the topic of shamanism to my platform, not only to inform myself, but to give an understanding of shamanism to also have this curiosity about it. So, Joining me in conversation today is Bridget Scott, also known as Bree. Bree is a Reiki master, uh, uh, a medium, and a spiritual <laughs> a spiritual warrior. She took her shamanic walk in 2013. She's also the author of My Destiny, A Soul's Journey, as well as Jewel and The Conjurer's Curse. Ooh, sounds good. And she's also the <laughs> owner of Beloved Temple in Woodbridge, Virginia, Good old USA. So without further ado, you guys, welcome to the show, Bree. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> it's good to have you on the thank show. You. And I thank you so much for um, agreeing to be on the show to, just to help me personally have an understanding of, of this topic, of this practice. And, you know, it's it's good to see someone, and I always say this, and I'm going to keep saying it, it's good to see someone who looks like me in the community that are doing other things like me, but can also teach me, you know? So I really appreciate you being on today. And I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. So let's just dive right into it. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I grew up in the city in New York. So my early years were surrounded by, you know, a lot of things I saw very young Mm -hmm. and my experiences with spirit began very young as well. So Mm -hmm. I was always a dreamer. Um, From the time I remember life, I remember waking up in the morning telling my mother, grandmother, whoever, whoever was around about my dreams. So dreams were you know, of the first things that I remember. And um, I later migrated to Virginia and um, finished school and, you know, everything here. So Mm -hmm. um, I've I've done that. And then, you know, later on, I started to tap into my healing abilities. Right. And started um, incorporating that into practicing uh, Reiki and doing... Uh, mediumship readings for people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I um, currently am writing. I've, I wrote four books this year in oh, wow. process of publishing my last book for the year. And I recently started a uh, open shop and it's, it's in Alexandria, Virginia, where I'm working out of the shop doing Reiki, reading, my, selling my body products and doing my classes as well. 
Nice. I love to hear that. I love to hear women in general doing these types of things to service the community, to, you know, to provide healing. Um, I was actually just right. having a conversation with a classmate um, yesterday. We were kind of side chatting during the class, you know, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I was she and I were sharing back and forth how, um, you know, our men, black men need desperately need healing. They desperately yes. need yeah. um, not just healing in the body, Bridget. You know what I'm talking about. But, oh, yeah. but, <laughs> but you know, our men are being attacked, it seems, not just on a physical level, but on, on an emotional and on a spiritual level, too. And I feel like that the way that their healing is going to come is through through the feminine. Yeah. And and I and I'm starting to see that we are rising up, so to speak, and taking ownership of our gifts not only for our own healing, but to pass that on and to, to help um, help our men, you know, help the masculine because we need them, you know? Definitely. I just, yeah, I, I, don't, I, just, I just felt like that that was just so profound and it just kind of just dawned on me like, you know, it's, it's going to be us women who, and it's no shade to men, it's, it's not that at all, but I just think that women are going to need to start to step into um, their natural abilities to nurture, to heal, yeah. and to be able to do this. And I just, I have an appreciation for, you know, what you just shared about yourself. And is you know, kind of similar to mine, with the exception of the shamanic piece, which, you know, we'll get into. But I, I, I love hearing the stories of how people came to be. And you're probably the third dreamer that I know now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so listen, so talk to, talk to us a little bit about what drew you, um, what drew you to, to take the shamanic walk? Well, it was shortly after I had encountered Reiki. Mm -hmm. I was sharing my dreams and, you know, I, I was recording my dreams because I had a dream journal. Mm -hmm. So as I was speaking to my Reiki therapist, you know, and, and, over weeks sharing these dreams, you know, she was the one that shared with me that I was a shaman and oh. I'd never heard the word before. So mm -hmm. I then, you know, of course, researched and looked into it and everything just made sense. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I further, you know, continued my research and then I realized there was a shamanic uh, rites um, course coming up and that was in 2013 and I decided to read more up on those rights and I felt that it was definitely for me and I took I took that shamanic walk in 2013 and it was just very um it was just very it, it just opened me up to you know a lot of things that I had already encountered but I just didn't really understand it was mm -hmm. just like the puzzle the final puzzle puzzle pieces started coming together so uh, other than the dreams, were you, were you having, what other experiences were you having that spoke to um, shamanism and, and, and shamanic practices? Were there signs or symbols? or Always, always signs and symbols every mm. day, signs and symbols from animals and just being outside, you know, you may have a thought and then 
you know, an owl or an eagle will show up. And then for mm-hmm. me, I'm, I'm a big researcher. So I always want to know what the message is, you know. Mm-hmm. So each and every time it made sense, it resonated. And I just continued, you know, documenting and keeping a journal of these things. And again, it always just made perfect sense. Wow. So I would just say in, in my day-to-day life, the the animals that would show up, you know, the dreams, the feelings, and reminders that I would get, you know, even in the sky at times, if, if you really, if people really, really pay attention, and I know more people are now, mm-hmm. there are messages in everything. There's messages in the clouds. There, there are messages, you know, within the earth. If you take your shoes off and ground yourself, you can get mm-hmm. messages from, you know, Mother Earth and so on and so forth. There, there are messages everywhere. Wow. So just mm-hmm. through, it sounds like not mainly, but one of the biggest ways of, of connecting and, and kind of tapping into this um, shamanic way of being or, or practicing comes from the earth or comes from being out in huh. the earth, nesting, connecting with the earth. Is that right? Most Definitely. Mm, okay, so let's 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 go back just a little bit and talk about some of where, you know, what shamanism actually is and where it originates. Can you share what what your knowledge is about that? There are various types of shamanism, and mm-hmm. it, it all boils down to the area of practice. Because you have people that are in Peru that are shamans. You have people that are from Africa that are considered shamans, but the word shaman, it may not be called shaman. You have people that, for instance, um, you have the the witch doctors, the medicine women. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, those are, those are shaman. Okay. People are shamans. They practice and, you know, use herbs. They work with roots. They work with the earth and they, their intention is to heal. Mm-hmm. So, um, my roots, my great, great grandfather was considered a witch doctor. Oh, um, wow. He was a shaman. He, he healed people with plants. He healed animals. He did a lot of work in healing the community. And the beautiful thing about it is that I literally just found this out, um, on my father's side. I didn't grow up with my father, so I'm still gathering and learning parts of his history Mm-hmm. So my great-great-grandfather, uh, he was a shaman, and I'm actually doing a lot of the work that he did without wow. knowing up until here recently. So that's the beauty in it all, when you can find your way back home without, you know, even uh, putting forth the effort to find your way back home. You just find your way back. And I just think that's such a beautiful thing when people can connect, you know, and, and get back to their roots. Absolutely. and. You said it perfectly that it's it's a beautiful thing when you are already in that lineage and you don't have to you don't have to dig really too far. You know, ask ask mm-hmm. some questions and, and look at your history, look at your lineage and and find that, hey, I'm I'm carrying on the tradition. Not not so much the tradition, but I'm carrying on the gift, you know? And yeah. and it's right yeah. in my bloodline. And I'm 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 fascinated. Um you know, that just what, two generations, three, maybe removed from you. Like, that's pretty close. Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's pretty. 
that's that's pretty close. And I would and I'm just, you know, talking here, but I would think that the 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 intensity of your gift or the power of your gift is pretty strong. And I don't know. And and again, Bridget, forgive me, because this is all new for me. <laughs> and I don't want to make any assumption, but I don't know how far removed from from family members or ancestry. Um, if that makes any difference in in how um, intense, I guess the word is, or powerful your your gifting is to heal. Um, I I don't know, but I would imagine that um, if nothing else, it's it's extremely fascinating to know that you can look right in your family line, <laughs> right right in your your family tree, and find somebody that has gone before you and done all of this. Yes, I'm I'm very thankful. In fact, I gathered this information as I was wrapping up my novel and I got mm-hmm. a picture of my great great grandfather and it was just this feeling just came over me and I felt his presence. And I had felt him before but I didn't know who it was. So it was just mm-hmm. a beautiful moment that I had with completing the novel and seeing this picture of my great-great-grandfather, Henry James, and then knowing his history and having that, that puzzle piece, because I was one of those people that was going to do the DNA testing because I didn't have yeah. the information. Oh, yes, wow. but I was so thankful when my aunt sent me the picture and gave me his history, because I'm looking at it like, okay, this is where this comes from, <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. And it was just, it was just priceless. And to this oh. day, it's just, is beyond priceless to have wow. that information and not have to, you know, go through DNA testing. Not to say that there's anything wrong with that, because some people have to do that. But I'm, mm-hmm. again, just thankful that it was given to me. You know, I, I see it as a gift. Wow, that's that's fascinating. Listen, we need to take a quick break. You guys sit tight. Bridget and I will be right back with more on shamanism. <laughs> You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. 
In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Soul Healing Conversations. I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and today I'm here with Bridget Scott, and we are talking about shamanism. So before the break, um, Bridget, you had shared um, that you had, um, I think it was your great-great-grandfather who you found. You kind of started down the road of looking at your ancestry, and uh, I think you said you you started to um, do the DNA testing, but started to find after you once you uh, wrote your novel to find that your great great grandfather was actually practicing um, medicine and healing and and what what you see as shamanism. And I just feel like that is just <laughs> that's amazing. And and I encourage people to you know start to look into your ancestry, start to look into your lineage because you don't know. You know, you really don't have the fullness of who you belong to or where you come from until you start to get in the books and start to get online and start asking some questions and, you know, start asking, you know, the the elders, I guess you would say. So um, I just think it's fascinating. But you had mentioned early on that. um, Actually, before I get into this, because I was about to ask you about symbolism, I, I had a question because I wanted to understand what it was like for you when you started to um, realize what was going on and how how practicing your healing as a shaman, as a Reiki master, all of that, how did that impact and change your life when you started to kind of go down this road? My life was changed dramatically. Um, I didn't share. My Reiki journey began with being very sick. I was poisoned by black mold. Oh, Lord. And, oh, yeah, me and, me and my daughter, we both almost lost, lost our lives. Oh, and my, my healing began with Reiki. And one by one, I was healed uh, through Reiki. I had um, chronic lung disease, arthritis, fibromyalgia. They had mm. uh, classified me with sarcoidosis of the lungs. I was having... Um, Parkinson's symptoms, like my head would shake by itself. My mm. hearing was going. Yeah, I was pretty bad off. There were days I could barely walk. And oh, no. Reiki saved my life. Reiki literally saved my life mm. and my daughter's life. So mm. that part, that aspect of my life changed with my healing, which I... I owe it to Reiki and and a few other people and things, but Reiki was the root of my healing. And that's what encouraged me to learn Reiki and share Reiki with others because of what it has done for me. 
the shamanism aspect of it, it, it merged right in with the healing because it, it opened up and just, like I said, the puzzle pieces just came together. Everything that I had ever experienced with my dreams, with the deja vu, with just the knowing, all of it just made complete sense. So, again, it was just everything came full circle, and the the beauty of it all is the, the healing that came from it, the emotional healing, the physical healing that I desperately needed, mm-hmm. and the spiritual and the mental healing that came from it as well. So, again, it, it, it literally saved my life. I'll just say wow. that. Wow. It, it seems not only um, just physically, but just just Reiki. As, as uh, you know, that by itself, if you continue or if you can be consistent with it, because, you know, that, that healing is cumulative, it'll change you physically, but it'll also also change you. Um, it'll change your mind. It'll change the way you think. Mm-hmm. It'll change the way you feel. Yeah. It'll change the way you are and the way you show up in the world. Like yeah. your your vibration mm-hmm. is gets to be so high that you just don't have time for the low level BS that you know, freaks people exactly. out, you know what I'm saying? And it's just mm-hmm. like, why y'all bugging? Yeah. Just, you know, chill. <laughs> it's going to be all right. <laughs> but, but, right. but moving on, because you talked about um, symbolism within your dreams and in the animals and in nature. Why? Well, I don't know if I want to say why, but can you talk about symbolism as it relates to shamanic practices and why symbolism is such a big part of shamanism? The symbolism aspect of it, I feel, is personal. Um, not mm. that I won't share, but I feel like the symbols, some of the symbols I feel are straight across the board, but then you have your own individual symbols that your guides will show you and present to you mm-hmm. that okay. you will have to distinguish the meaning for yourself. Mm-hmm. So this is going to take some right. connecting some sitting down, yeah. putting in the time and the effort mm-hmm. to um, connect and commune with spirit. Now, that's a general term. I use that generally because that can mean your mm-hmm. ancestors. That could mean God, if that's who you call him, that source, universe, whatever. That could mean the, right. an, uh, the, uh, the archangels, ascended masters, mm-hmm. whomever. Some people connect to, you know, uh, other uh, uh, beings like the Pleiadians and, and all mm-hmm. those all those people, but whoever it is for you, the bottom line is, and it sounds like what you're saying, Bridget, is in order to understand what these symbols mean, you're going to have to connect with these, these energies and you have to really do mm-hmm. your work. Most definitely. It's, it's, wow. it's not straight across the board. And, and I tell people that, you know, my, my symbol may mean something completely different for you. Mm-hmm. And then again, it, it may mean the same thing, but it, it takes, it would take that individual person, like you said, to, to sit and connect and, and make that connection and know for sure that is what that symbol means for you. Now, um, do the symbols vary? I know they vary. They can vary from person to person um, because we're all different and we connect to, you know, in different ways. But, but you also mentioned that there are different types of shamanism. So do the, does the symbolism vary from the different types? Do, do Peruvian um, uh, shamans have different symbols than Native American, Native American from, say, um, mm-hmm. Siberian? Do they, or, or are there some general um, symbols that they all share? The, the general symbols that are shared, I know, are the 
north, south, east, west. They have uh, mm-hmm. animals for each each direction. Okay. I think those are straight across the board, but the Peruvian, the, let's see, we have the Peruvian. There's another tribe that I know of. I can't think of them right now. Mm-hmm. Some of them have their own unique uh, symbols. But like I said, the the directions are pretty much the same. So I've seen similar, and I've seen some that that look completely different. Mm-hmm. As far as the symbols. Yeah, because listen, um, I don't know about anybody else, and I don't know if it's, the, it's where we live, or <laughs> or what it is, and I don't know if I'm sitting here trying to justify and and play it off like it's something else, but it's really what I think it is, but. Eagles, hawks. Oh yes, <laughs> Bridget. All the time, I see them all the time, and I, and I mean, I thought eagles were distinct. <laughs> I'm like, why am I seeing right. two two eagles <laughs> at the same time? Like, oh, is wow. anybody else seeing this but me? Like, why am I seeing right. two hawks? Like, what is that about? Feathers all over right. the place. Uh, mm-hmm. um, butterflies everywhere yeah um mm-hmm. at one point girl at one point i was seeing um not not in real life but for like a, a month and a half straight i was getting the constant symbol of a snake and i don't really like snakes mm-hmm. but and not because it was summertime either you know yes i'm like oh mm-hmm. god what's going on what 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 you trying to tell me what is <laughs> really going on <laughs> And 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 listen, y'all, if you want to know bad enough, it's exactly what Bridget said. Go and do your research. Be nosy about it. <laughs> Start getting curious because okay. what's been my experience and, and I don't know if it's been yours, but spirit will continue to put those symbols out to you. It's almost like they're calling mm-hmm. you to say, come, come, come see about mm-hmm. me. Come find out what, what this is mm-hmm. what this is saying. Come get this message because you need to know this. And so. I don't, I don't, well, I guess what, I, what I'm thinking is that can Reiki or can other healing modalities, do you, ha- well, do you have to practice that in order to practice shamanism or to start your mm-hmm. shamanic journey? Not at all. Not at all. That's what I was thinking. You, you know, don't have to people. do Reiki to tap into shamanism at all. Um mm-hmm. I feel, too, that we place a lot of weight on titles mm-hmm. because I don't general, generally even tell people that I'm, you know, I'm shaman. I don't, I don't share that. Typically, mm-hmm. if someone asks me, I'll, I'll, I will, but I feel that just live in life. Just live, you know, just live your life. Uh, get still in the morning. Connect with your higher self. Connect with your ancestors. Pay attention to nature, you mm-hmm. know, keep a journal of the things that you see, look up mm-hmm. the meanings of the things that you see and tie them into your everyday life and apply them. Hmm. To me, now, that's shamanism. <laughs> right on. And you know what? That sounds simple. Like, I think, I think also in addition to, to what you said is that we try to make it more, make this more difficult and complicated than what it really is. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that by doing that, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and we don't give ourselves the space and the time to even try, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And, and honestly, y'all, if you listen, if it's important to you, you'll make time for it. Even if it's five minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even if it's five minutes. You know, if if you're feeling the pull, the call to um, practice, you know, a divination tool to learn more about ancestral practices, you don't need anybody to tell you. And that's the that's that's the other thing. And and that's and that's kind of what I hear you saying behind what you're saying, Bridges, like you don't need anybody to tell you who you are. You don't need anybody Mm -hmm. to tell you that you're a healer. You you don't need anybody to validate your experience of spirit because you, it, it is your experience and it was your your experience with your guides and your ancestors and so you got it you can't that just don't come by waking up in the morning just rolling out of bed and just moving on with your day right I don't mean to fuss at people but I'm, but I feel like somebody <laughs> needed to hear that <laughs> but but yes, and I mm-hmm. go ahead go ahead. No, I was going to say, I tell people that all the time, you know, people want to know, how do you, how do you tap into your intuition? How do you, you know, build your psychic abilities? How do you, you know, uh, tap into shamanism? You have to get still, go within. That's, and I say it all the time, going in is the way out. Mm. It sure is. And and <laughs> reality check, it, it's not always feel good. It's not always no. fun because there's mm-hmm. there's healing that needs to take place there. And in order for there to be healing, you got to look at the shadow. You got to look at the darkness. Oh, yes. That dark <laughs> night of the soul is a scary thing, but you got to you got to be brave and get through it. Yeah. I mean, through them, because sometimes we have more than one. We have a, a couple of a couple of runs with the dark night of the soul. Yeah, and 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 it'll keep happening if you don't pay attention to it. You know, right? So, I mean, yeah, girl. <laughs> there, there's a lot. There's a lot going on, and I I think that now is the time that people are starting to become aware. Um. And and there's all types of resources out there, whether you want to um, explore shamanic journeying or, and, and by the way, what is shamanic journeying? As I say that, what's, what, what is your definition of shamanic journeying? I hear that a lot. Shamanic journeying is a, it's a deep meditation. There's several ways you can do a shamanic journey. It can be a guided Shamanic journey, meaning someone is guiding you, speaking you through a meditation, mm-hmm. or you can do it yourself. You can do a shamanic journey on your own. Uh, a lot of people use drums to get into a deep uh, shamanic journey, and it's really just a really deep meditation where you're connecting with either your guides, your ancestors, or whoever it is that you choose to connect with in your journey. Um, so again, it can it can be a group uh, meditation or shamanic journey, or you can do it individually. If you do it individually, you can either write one out for yourself, or pull one up online, or just use a drum and set the intention of what you wish to seek from your journey, and and just go from there. Wow, you make it sound so simple. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, you make it sound so simple, like. Like you don't need all of these bells and whistles, like the basic, like a drum beat. Like who, who, who don't, who isn't lulled into some type of, I want to say trance 
by a drum. I know for me personally, mm-hmm. um, uh, singing bowls do it for me. Like singing bowls mm-hmm. yeah. take me somewhere, and I come when Bridget when I come back, it's like I'm floating, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, okay, I, I love bowls. I love mm-hmm. bowls, and so I don't, I don't know if you know drums or bowls is it a personal preference or does it have to be a drum for shamanic journey it doesn't have to be a drum but typically it is the drum because the drum is that beat that sound reminds us of the first sound we probably ever heard which was our mother's heartbeat yes so that is the connection with the drum and and the drum is in in general is a very powerful tool so typically in shamanism, they do use drums. Some may incorporate singing bowls or chimes, so on and so forth. But in shamanism, yes, the the ultimate tool is the drum beat because of the connection with, you know, uh, our first memory and our mother's heartbeat. Hmm. Interesting. Good point. That that makes total sense. And yeah. Even, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm now I'm done. I'm like, yes, no, that, that makes perfect sense. It pulls you back into to to part of your root, part of your source. And it's, it's the heartbeat. Yeah, it'll, it'll get you there yeah. for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so um, what else? What else can we can we find or expect through shamanic journeying or, you know, what else can we use to kind of help us with with that specifically? I would definitely recommend for people to also look into their their spirit guides, um, mm-hmm. their animal totems. That's a, that's another part of uh, shamanism that you know is very important. I feel the animal totems are connected to us, you know, just like our our regular guides are. They're pointed mm-hmm. to us upon um, conception, so. The animals that you love or always loved or always were attracted to, majority of the time, they're your animal totems, and they're around us to teach us, to protect us, and to guide us. So I would, you know, point out to people, don't leave that aspect out because it's very crucial and very important, the animal totems. Mm. You know, again, um, what, what animals, for me, I love, I love cats. My favorite is the Black Panther. And after reading up on the Black Panther, you know, as I got older and I found the messages there, it, it just like really blew me away because that's that's who I am. The owl, you know, mm-hmm. intuition with the owl, wow. um, the, the whale, the dolphin, all of those beings, all of them, you know, have a message. They have an essence and they have a connection to us. Wow. So, you is know, it- again... I do my best to remind people about their animal totems and the messages that they have for us because that's a big part of who we are as well. Those characteristics, those aspects are huge parts of our being. Mm. And on that note, we're going to take another quick break. You guys sit tight again. Bridget and I are going to be right back to wrap the show and to uh, wrap up this conversation on shamanism. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
You have a passion, and from that passion, you've created a business. But how do you market and grow that business? Hi, I'm Emily of Shine Coaching and Consulting. I specialize in brand identity, website design, marketing consulting, and business coaching. I create a visual expression of my clients' ideas and help them develop a business strategy to meet their goals. Connect with me today at shinecoachingandconsulting.com. Be inspired. Be real. Be you. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are tuned in to Soul Healing Conversations. If you would like to reach Roz Kincaid or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to hello at rozkincaid.com. Now, back to Soul Healing Conversations. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Again, I'm your host, Roz Kincaid, and today I'm here with Bridget Scott. And again, we are talking about shamanism, and I am enjoying this conversation with Bridget Scott. She is just giving me these nuggets and giving me such validation about what I have been experiencing, and I believe many of us are experiencing as far as what we're seeing out in nature, what we are experiencing in our everyday life. And um, it's just refreshing. I was telling Bridget, you guys on, on the break, how refreshing it is to hear someone talk about these spiritual practices, specifically shamanism, in a way that is um, relatable. And that makes sense and that validates your everyday experience. Because sometimes, you know, in this walk, you, you're just not sure. You, you're not. You're just not sure because it's, 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 it's not that it's new. Is that you're remembering. Thanks to Bridget for reminding me that. <laughs> so, so Bridget, um, once, you, once you started to practice uh, shamanism, how, how are you now using your knowledge and your gifts I do my best to share with others mm-hmm. as much as I can what I what I know, the knowledge that I have acquired. I just do my absolute best to share, 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 
mm-hmm. and bring, you know, awareness to, you know, any opportunity that I have to share with someone the meaning of something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, again, do my best to share as much as I can. Yeah, that's that's key. Um, especially for those who are kind of coming in behind us and not that anybody is better or worse off Mm -hmm. because of where they are in their journey. But, you know, you have to have some people go ahead of you so that they can gather the wisdom, gather the knowledge to be able to help inform, help edify and help, you know, kind of strengthen your, your resolve about who you are as a spiritual being, you know? Um, and, and that's it. We, we have to share the knowledge, you know, um, and, and various perspectives count, not just one way of thinking. You know, you need to gather all of the information and, and then use that to make your own informed decision about what it is you believe Absolutely. or what things mean to you, you know. So mm-hmm. definitely share it out, girl. Going to share it out. <laughs> so <laughs> so if, if for people who are, um, you know, uh, I don't want to say dabbling, but starting to explore shamanism and shamanic practices such as um, journeying, how can that enrich someone's human experience? I feel that it, it enriches your life because you're, you receive guidance. You receive, you know, the proper guidance that you need. As you mentioned earlier, a lot of us, you know, and, and it's okay at times because we need that confirmation. We do need guidance at times mm-hmm. from others, but the ultimate guidance is from your higher self and from your ancestors. So I feel, you know, just taking the time to get still and connect and receive your daily guidance is, is key for everybody. Right. Absolutely. So I'm thinking about, because I grew up in a, in a Christian home, we, you know, went to church all the time, <laughs> um, very involved mm-hmm. in church, even even up through adulthood. I was very involved in church until I started to explore, kind of move away from that. It just didn't resonate with me anymore. And I started to explore connection, relationship, like true relationship, you know, and not um, form, fashion or program. And right. And, and, I, and I guess my question is around. um behavioral patterns changing you know how when you become saved as a christian you stop (laughs) you stop doing certain things you stop talking a certain Mm -hmm. way you stop you stop you know hanging around certain people have you found that to be true in your situation as you have explored your spirituality and specifically um shamanic practices and shamanism no, honestly, I didn't, I personally didn't grow up in the church mm-hmm. and I've always just been free. Uh, even when I was little, I, me and my grandmother were very close. She raised me and that was the one thing we never, we never agreed with was church. So for mm-hmm. me, I, I didn't, I, I, that wasn't my foundation. So there was mm-hmm. nothing for me to break apart or pull away from. Wow. And um, I just, I feel for me, it was just an ongoing thing throughout my life. Like I said, my mm-hmm. dreams, uh, the premonitions that I, that I had, and it just kind of, everything just kind of flowed together. Uh, mm-hmm. The sickness was, I, I would say, the 
the bump in the road or the the halt for me. Um, but I, I I see now and and get now that 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 needed to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I was supposed to get sick so that I would know how someone who was sick feels and know how to better help them heal. So I'm you know able to see that from the sickness now as, as opposed to before when I was going through it, I may have been angry at times, but right. now I can see the other side of, of it all. Right. And for me, like I said, everything just kind of, it, it literally just flowed uh, together um, for me from mm-hmm. my youth to now. So I didn't have any, you know, family members that looked at me any differently because that's how I've always been. I always, you know, I was mm-hmm. always, you know, I always loved animals. I always lived my life a certain way. So the the shamanic piece didn't change uh, any anything for me as far as relationships with people. Right. I imagine that it, if if anything, it it enhanced it. It made it better because yeah, y- mm-hmm. you were not you were better, but you were elevated I guess I don't I don't know the word you know what I'm trying to say but I can't find the word that I'm (laughs) trying to say like you you were I don't know I don't want to say better because it's not like anything was wrong with you in the beginning you know but it just you were different you were um awakened you were expanded and it Mm -hmm. just makes everything everything else better you know everything else is just on a on an elevated level and just the experience is more rich I guess you could say definitely Definitely yeah, enhanced. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I envy you people <laughs> that did not grow up in church because <laughs> there's, you know, there's some work that y'all don't have to do that we church folks or people that came up in church right. really have to do with, you know, just I've breaking heard off. That. Honey. Ooh. I've heard that and I, I can only imagine. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just thankful, you know, to my mom and my grandmother for accepting the stubborn little girl that, <laughs> you know, this was like, no, this doesn't make sense. You know, they didn't force me. And, and I'm so thankful that, that they didn't. Yeah. You know what I see? I see, um, I see the difference because my daughter is three and she's an Aquarius and she is very independent and we are not church goers anymore. Not, even before COVID, we, we stopped going to church and, I can see children of these times are getting back to that type of being where they're free. And, and we as parents, at least my husband and I, we give our child, you know, freedom to choose. Like we've always given her a choice, even, even when she could walk, you know, which, which one do you Mm -hmm. want? (laughs) Pink or blue, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, teaching her that, you know, uh, girls can play with cars. You know, just being free mm-hmm. and not growing up with these rules because I grew right. up with those rules and now I'm struggling mm-hmm. with self-worth and self-value and breaking the rules. And right. am I going to be in trouble if mm-hmm. I do this or if I don't do that? So, girl, right. <laughs> Ooh, lucky you. And that's, you the know? Beauty, that's the beauty in it. That's the beauty in it, though, because you're you're breaking traditions that you mm-hmm. feel are no longer needed. So yeah. that, is, that is beautiful. And I can, you know, um, share on that, too. I have a daughter who's 20. And when my daughter was three, I acknowledged her abilities because she literally cried at three years old at the dinner table with chicken on her plate. She's like, Mommy, I don't want to eat animals. I love animals. Oh, baby. Aww. And 
Right. So she's she's been a declared vegetarian most of her life. She still does wow. not eat any meat, any fish. And, you know, when that happened, I thought about my childhood because I didn't want to eat meat either when I was little, but I was forced mm. to eat meat. And I just said, I would never do that to my child. And, you know, we learn. We learn yeah. from, you know, our, our parents' mistakes. We learn from our own mistakes. And I mm. just said, I'm going to give my daughter the freedom to choose, especially what, what she wants to eat. If, if yeah. it's healthy for her, then I'm going to, you know, support her in that. And, and that is what I did. Mm. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Getting a little parenting uh, insight here, y'all. So that's great stuff. So listen, <laughs> we are almost out of time for today. But before we go, Bridget, I would like for you to tell everybody how they can connect with you after the show. Okay, I can be reached on Facebook. My Facebook name is Bree Scott, B-R-I-S-C-O-T-T. My business line is 815-205-1711. My website is beloved, B-E-L-O-V-E-D dash temple, T-E-M-P-L-E com. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bridget, for giving us your uh, knowledge, sharing your knowledge and sharing your experiences, kind of helping us to better understand um, shamanism, sh- shamanic practices and giving us that feeling that, you know, it's OK. You, you can go and explore this and, you know, you're not going to get your hand slapped. And and yeah. you and and a lot of it is that we've probably been doing it, you know, doing this and having these experiences this whole time, and mm-hmm. not even realizing it. So thank you, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for sharing your knowledge once again. So speaking of sharing, share your thoughts about today's episode with me on Facebook and Instagram at Soul Healing with Roz. And if you need my support through spiritual life coaching or an intuitive reading or energy healing, please do consider booking a session with me at roskincaid.com. And don't forget to register on my website for the Messages from Spirit virtual event that I'm hosting on November 7th at 12 p.m. That is on Zoom. Attendance is limited, so register soon. You guys meet me back here next Wednesday at 3 p.m., 12 noon Pacific time for another episode. And until next time, y'all be safe, stay connected, get connected, keep your vibration as high as you can, and keep doing the work. Always do the work. Much love. Bye, y'all. Thank you again for listening to Soul Healing Conversations. Please join Roz Kincaid again for another program next Wednesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.